0: In today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast, I'm going to be talking about one of my own recent papers called Understanding the Rise of Faculty Student Coaching and Academic Capitalism Perspective, which I co-authored with Dr Holly Andrews and was published in the Academy of Management Learning and Education Journal in 2019. I'll put a link to the paper in the show notes. So in this paper, Holly and I discuss the rise in the use of faculty student coaching in higher education and in particular focus on why this rise could potentially be problematic. One particular angle that we explore in the paper is that there are some important factors that should be considered around the coaching relationship when considering faculty student coaching. In the podcast today, I'm going to focus on this aspect of the paper. However, I will highlight how the arguments that we raise could also be considered in the context of the coaching relationship for leaders using a coaching style of leadership. In the context of higher education, the benefit to a student of working with a coach is that the coach becomes a connection point, which can reduce possible effects of student alienation, particularly in large classes. Coaching in higher education involves helping students interpret their unique reactions to talk content and provides personalized guidance with a key strength in coaching being the unique relationship between coach and coachee, or in a management education context, faculty and student. The importance of the close relationship in faculty-student coaching is based on the literature in the wider coaching field, on the importance of the coaching relationship in ensuring coaching effectiveness. Within the context of management education, we question whether this relationship is desired and or achievable. So firstly, do students want more engaged relationships with their professors? It's been argued that students may care less about a truly engaging relationship with faculty and instead prefer a more transactional experience dominated by grades and coursework. For example, research has shown that students rate professionalism within their teachers and desire a relationship with a greater degree of personal distance than that they would enjoy with friends. Building a coaching relationship may therefore build too greater personal connection between the students and faculty than either party desire. This same argument could be made for leaders acting as coaches Do employees want a truly engaging and deep relationship with their boss? Or do some employees prefer to keep the relationship between themselves and their boss purely professional? In these cases, employees may not feel comfortable or prepared to share their deepest, darkest thoughts and feelings with their manager. We also argue in our paper that the motivations of faculty acting as coaches must also be considered. Given the pressures of faculty to perform, they too may prioritise objective outcomes, such as student grades and satisfaction levels, rather than a truly close and engaging relationship. This argument applies equally to leaders who may be under pressure to produce results, which means that even if senior management are encouraging a coaching style of leadership within the organisation, The focus on performance may mean that leaders are not afforded the time necessary to effectively engage in a coaching leadership style and build in the necessary coaching relationship with members of their team. Secondly, role conflict is an important ethical consideration in coaching. In order to abide by ethical codes of conduct, coaches should ensure that wherever possible, they avoid or effectively manage multiple relationships and at the least identify and manage conflicts of interest. We propose that in the context of faculty student coaching, avoiding role conflict is particularly challenging in two respects, existing relationships and ability to be non-judgmental. So, for example, the existing relationship between student and faculty may negatively impact upon coaching success. The coaching relationship shares many parallels with the relationship developed in therapeutic settings. And as such, the coach must display unconditional positive regard. This notion conflicts with the established relationship between students and faculty, where faculty are responsible for assessing and grading students. The degree to which students as coachees trust their teachers to keep information confidential and to not consider it in other contexts must also be questioned. Lack of trust in confidentiality has been identified as an issue when managers are used as coaches in organisations and the importance of trust in the coaching relationship is frequently cited in the workplace coaching research. Students may feel that they do not want to reveal personal information on goals and issues they face to faculty who may also teach them in other subjects or who may teach them in the future. This lack of trust may undermine the ability of coaching to produce desired outcomes. Again, these arguments can apply equally to the leader as coach who has repeated contact with their employees. Therefore, is it realistic to expect leaders and employees to ignore these existing relationships when aiming to develop a coaching relationship? A fundamental assumption of coaching is that the coach, or in the context of our paper, faculty, are non-judgmental. The reality of the faculty as coach is that faculty have repeated experiences of the student in a variety of contexts faculty may have expectations of students based on their experiences of them in the classroom, such as the level of attendance and engagement in classroom activities that the student has demonstrated. Faculty responsible for marking and grading work, providing formative feedback and facilitating group work. Regardless of the motivations of teachers, it's arguably impossible for a teacher to eliminate the preconceptions about the student that will be generated through these interactions. These existing relationships may influence the coach's ability to provide a genuine and supportive relationship. In a coaching context, faculty may feel more positively towards those students they believe to be good students and subconsciously transmit this in coaching interactions. This could result in a situation where faculty are more or less willing to coach students based on their performance in the classroom and they may engage less when coaching students of whom they have formed a negative view. Again this argument directly translates to the leader as coach. The leader has repeated experiences with the employee outside of the coaching conversation. How realistic is it to assume that the leader can ignore these experiences to remain non-judgmental throughout any coaching interactions? So why does any of this really matter? Well these factors may mean that student and faculty may not truly engage in a meaningful coaching relationship involving high levels of trust and a non-judgmental position on the part of the coach. The lack of a truly close relationship between faculty and students is likely to limit the potential impact of faculty student coaching, given that the relationship is argued to be a critical factor to coaching success. If this is the case, it therefore undermines the ability of faculty student coaching to produce positive outcomes beyond coachee satisfaction. This lack of coaching relationship may also limit the extent to which findings from the wider coaching literature can be applied to faculty student coaching. And what does this mean for leaders as coaches? So I have presented here a critical view of the ability of leaders to form a true coaching relationship with their employees. Yet, I would argue that I am a strong advocate of a coaching leadership style. My point here is not to suggest that it's impossible for leaders to utilize coaching skills in how they lead their teams. I honestly believe that to be an effective leader, you must apply many of the principles from coaching to get the best out of people. However, my point is to emphasize that we cannot automatically translate findings from research on coaching when coaching is provided by an independent practitioner a context when the leader is the coach. Leaders as coaches operate in a very different context to the independent coach and this context cannot be ignored. The leader as coach has many opportunities afforded to them that the independent coach doesn't have, such as repeated exposure to the coachee, ability to observe behaviour and opportunities to create a climate for change. However, there are also some unique challenges that the leader as coach faces, some of which I've discussed today that I suggest it's important that we are conscious of and reflect on in our daily practice. So that concludes today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast. Just to remind you, in today's episode, I was discussing understanding the rise of faculty student coaching and academic capitalism perspective, which I co-authored with Dr Holly Andrews and was published in the Academy of Management Learning and Education in 2019. As always I'll include a link to the paper in the show notes. Before I go I just wanted to mention that if you like the podcast you may like a new book that I'm working on which is based on the idea of translating research into practice for coaches and leaders interested in a coaching style of leadership. The book isn't ready yet however if you would like to sign up to receive an email notification for when the book is available then please email me at the.coaching.academic at gmail.com that's the.coaching.academic at gmail.com thanks for listening I'll see you again soon Thanks for listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast. If you're interested in reading my research, sponsoring the show or in hiring me as a researcher, coach or speaker, check out my website www.rebeccajjones.co.uk. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review in iTunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future show, then please get in touch via my website finally you can connect with me on twitter at coach underscore research thanks for listening